When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's not worth winning if you can't win In America, enlightened nation, where even women get education. From clean to cook, every skill you need. Don't fret, I'll tell the recipes, because women cannot read. Say say what you will about this movie, Heath, but that song's a fucking banger. <laughs> Welcome in, my friends. And if uh, you do not know what song we are singing, it is from the one and only Theater Camp. Yes, this is the Cake Eaters podcast. My name is Brandon. That's Heath giving us a fantastic rendition of one of my favorite songs of all time now, Women Cannot Read. Wait, hold on. The next verse says, A, B, C, D, she don't know because women cannot read. (laughs) Then she, I forget how the lyrics. Do you have the lyrics up? Because in the, the yeah, I do. in I her do. in her verse, she's like, she's like talking about how like she's trying to cipher all the all these pictures and cipher all the 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 dashes and the letters. It's like starting to make sense. It's a <laughs> what a what a fucking song, dude. Oh gosh, Ugh. Uh, it's it's really good stuff. Yep, we did so. So, like, like you said, we're doing theater camp today, which has our boy, our boy, and he and he sings. He sings Wicked, right? He sings Defying Gravity. He does sing Wicked, but I just, I, I mean, you, the the listeners know my thoughts about all things game changers, and and you know, any movie that we do about game changers usually ends up disappointing. If I'm just being honest, but it's yeah. Coob. It's our boy, Coob. Coob Cooperson, the one and only. This, this movie is playing to his strengths. Yep. He doesn't have to stop any hockey pucks. Yep. You know? he, yeah. What was the stupid-ass goalie goal play called? Do you remember? What was that? Do you, what was it called? It was called. It was, a, it was a different bird. It was like the goose or something like that, right? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was something know. that wasn't even a duck. Losers. Um, good old Coob, though. Crushes it. Yeah. Kills it. It was shot I, I in only 19 days. Did you know that? I wrote that's that a, down. Shot in 19 days. Did, did you see unreal. the other tidbit of information that about uh, the vast majority, if not all of the dialogue improvised? Oh, that's actually kind of impressive. I mean, it's just, it just, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know, Brandon. It just, I, it's, it's like you with Newsies, right? Where it just, well, I was gonna it say, just wasn't for me. I was going to say, we've established multiple times, I do not care for musicals, right? Yeah. I I enjoyed this movie. because It wasn't it, a musical, it, though. Exactly. This, it was, it wasn't why. technically a it musical. Was, they it were was a per- movie about musicals. It was a movie about them performing a musical, which I, that, yeah. you know, that kind of, those, like, two degrees of separation, I can get on board with. I can get on the only saving grace for this movie for me was the real bros There's, of Simi Valley guy. There's two, was there's, awesome. there's there's two saving graces. The Wait, why sa- did you just why did you just have balloons fly up in your video? Did you see that? No. Did you do that? No. 
Oh, peace. that's awesome. I throw up a peace sign. Is that what's doing it? Dude, I don't know. We're partying, I guess. <laughs> Dude, Zoom. Okay. Sorry. I, have, I, don't, I don't know if I'm just like really high. Or just I, like I, the, I, the balloons happen, man. Like I saw yeah. it. I saw the Like I am not that, you know. Like This, is when, this I, is when you have like the, uh, you know, the Arrested Development uh, narrator. There were no balloons. You know? <laughs> yeah, Dude, I swear. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. What were you I'll saying? Say, uh, I didn't mean uh, to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I, I, I have my my like the view of myself like um xed out so I, I don't i don't see myself so i had no idea oh. if the balloons were going on oh. <laughs> they were there they were there it was a it was uh, a party in here for sure for a second <laughs> I, I don't know maybe zoom likes theater camp that's fine i wonder if it was because i because I, I put up a number two i wonder if it took my peace sign as like a i wonder if that's like a secret hand signal to where you shoot balloons out yeah so i mean who, who knows these new ai zoom features it's it's wild I did get a new, I got a new, uh, little webcam thing. Maybe, maybe that's what did it. Yeah. Who knows? Could be, um, could be what I was Anyways. saying though, is there's two saving graces. The, the one you were going to say, which is Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Tatro, I think is how you say his name. Yeah. He's from, uh, real bros of Simi Valley, which if you have never watched the real bros of Simi Valley, uh, it's on Facebook, Facebook TV or Facebook watch, whatever that's called. Have you watched that show? I've only watched uh, reels is, of it. It's that, oh, dude, that is so my fun, like. Though. That's my like guilty pleasure. Like, I would die for that show. Um, <laughs> dude, it's he plays so, Xander. It's so fucking funny. It's like a mock uh, reality show. Um, yeah, there's only like two. There's only like three seasons, and each episode's only like 10, 15 minutes long. Um, but it's absolutely fucking hilarious. They just play like the douchiest. Uh, Rose from uh, like uh, uh, Simi Valley out in uh, out in LA, and it's got uh, it's it's him. It's uh, do you, do you remember you remember DJ Getter? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's I was the Saw dude. Yeah, and then Nick, Nick is it Coletti or whatever? The the Saw dude. I forget how you say his last name, but yeah, they're yeah. All, all all of them are in it, and they fucking crush it, dude. It's so good. I highly recommend it. Now, dude, you it's know amazing. what? It's on YouTube, so I might just. Well, the, I might... the first the first season's on YouTube. Okay. And then then they got picked up by Facebook, and so I think two and three are on Facebook. Which, if you have a Facebook account, it's completely free. Actually, I think it's free even if you don't have a Facebook account. Well, I mean, boy, I haven't logged into Facebook for a very long the, time. The the only time I've ever logged into Facebook in the past ten years to watch, watch to watch Real Bros of Semi Valley. <laughs> one one time I had because uh, I turned off people being able to post on my wall because all my degenerate Houston friends, whenever Nebraska <laughs> would lose, they would always like post a picture of the opposing like team's mascot like railing something, and it was just I was like, all right, I can't have you know like when Nebraska loses to Texas, a couple bulls banging out, you know, it's just. Keep it keep it classy, Houston. Yeah, that's right. Like that's that's the most Houston shit ever. But anyways, once I got a real job, it had to uh, had to shut that down. Real job where people are trying to Facebook stalk me. But anyways, long story short, I'm gonna watch this first season on YouTube because all four first, episodes total about 40 minutes tops. I say yeah, the, all all the episodes are like 10, 15 minutes. The first the first season isn't the best. Okay. Season season two and season three, the ones that are on Facebook, are old, dude. Is so that the I, one where it's like, bro, get check your baby? Like, what's yeah, your, what's your deal, bro? Yeah, yeah. DJ Getter, he's uh, well, that's so. so what's this guy's fucking problem? Just yeah. staring at so, me, dude. He's J a fucking baby. <laughs> Long story short, Jimmy Tacho uh, and his girlfriend in the show, they have a baby, and the baby. So at the end of season one. Um, his girlfriend is like, oh, I'm pregnant. And then season two, which in this timeline of the show is like a week or a month later, the baby's already turning five. And then at the at the end, of, the baby just like ages crazy fast. So by the end of season three, it's like a 25 year old. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it's great. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that's the that's that's I think that's season one of ep or episode one of season two is when DJ Getter tries to pick the fight with the baby hawk. Oh what, what, what are you what are you looking at, boy? You got a staring problem, huh? <laughs> so, 
Oh my god! All right. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I I got to check it out. I got to get the li- we got to get the listeners to Speaking check of, it out. Of but he was hilarious. He was the best part of this movie, he was one hundred percent hilarious one liners from from Real Bros. Simi Valley. There are so many good. That was the saving grace of this movie. But like the 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 plot's kind of interesting. All of this, everybody, everybody can fucking sing their goddamn brains out. Everybody's fantastic as like a singing performer. It was unbelievable. Yeah. But the like it was great acting. I I will I like that right like that was yeah. was that the sa- second saving grace. You're gonna say like these. Well, no, I was gonna say the top to bottom. It was very well done from the yeah. acting. It just wasn't. It just I wanted to like this movie so much too. Just, I you're, really not a, you're not a, you're not you're not a theater kid. You don't get not, I'm not a real one. It. I'm like a I'm like a poser theater kid. I like I like you know Christian Bale's Santa Santa Fe. <laughs> but the, the the other thing I was gonna say, and now that now that we know that the all, all or most of the dialogue was improvised, it's even better. It's all the yeah. one liners that are in this yeah. that are sprinkled in this movie. It's so good. I have them. I have a bunch written down. We'll hit them okay. as we go. Okay. Um, but the, that was great. The um, the like um, screen the text overlay like narration. Was pretty great Very too. Wes Anderson, right? Exactly. Like that's what I thought. Like, did, what, did uh, when I, Wes Anderson prodigy direct this? So the the girl who plays Molly, right? Or no, that's her real name. The girl who plays Rebecca Diane, Rebecca yeah. D. Uh, her name's Molly Gordon. She co-directed it with Nick Lieberman. They also they also wrote it, co-directed, Who's, co-wrote. Oh, she helped write it. Who's Nick Lieberman? Oh. He's, I don't think he's in the movie. Oh, he's uh, just a director who yeah. has not directed anything yet. But um, that's that was the thing I knew. That was when I knew we were in for at least a serviceable movie. Is it's uh, so so Jimmy Tatro's mom like runs this summer camp, right? And yeah. they're having financial trouble. They're trying to get more money. She, while she's like scouting at like a, a middle Joan. school play, she has like a seizure from one of the lights. It goes into a coma. <laughs> that was really funny, actually. Yeah. Like, because, you know, they always tell people to not, <laughs> to beware of those lights and for yeah. them to actually have it happen. That was wild stuff. Yeah. So she goes into a coma. So it's up to Jimmy to run the camp now, right? So, the the next scene or so is him walking into her office at the camp and the uh what's his name is it glenn the like stage the stage guy yeah glenn yeah glenn. The guy who does all the props and all the, the 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 stage direction he's like he was like in the room looking for something or whatever and when jimmy walks in he just like freezes and hides behind a curtain yeah it's like a going bit every every time he like every time jimmy like pulls a curtain back glenn's there <laughs> throughout the movie which is a nice little bit but when they show glenn this is when i knew we were in for at least a serviceable movie the they show glenn and they have the little um um like name tag like this is glenn and then it has this like title and did you see what the title said Uh -uh. third generation stage manager and i Uh saw that and i was like oh dude these guys get it these guys get it we're in for at least a serviceable movie here with some some good quips the actress that plays Joan is uh, one of my favorites too. Oh, she's like hilarious. she does. Yeah. So I forgot that she is. Um, she's not Princess I, so, Caroline and BoJack Horseman. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's Amy Amy Sedaris is the, so Amy Sedaris. The, the, yeah. She's the, so good. She's so. I, good. Like, that that was the one thing I was a little disappointed with because when she came on screen, I was like, yes, I fucking go. love this and girl. Then she was gone, and then she went into the coma and never. We don't see her till the very end again. I was a little disappointed yeah. with that, but. Oh God, she and she's like she's a voice actress. She's got all the bit parts in the history of bit parts. You know what movie she should definitely be highlighted for though? Space Buddies. She uh, she do Space Buddies. Yeah, she, she plays. She's a voice of gravity in fucking Space Buddies, dude. The voice. Imagine that, Brandon. Imagine being the voice of gravity in Space Buddies. What a fucking dream. What a dream. Well, okay. I haven't I've never seen Space Buddies. I've never seen Who any cares? of the I've never seen any of the Buddies movies. So it, and, I saw Santa Buddies. I don't remember it at all, but it was I uh it I'm took me it, it was great. When you uh 
when you said she was the voice of gravity, it took me probably 15 seconds to like decipher what that meant. At first, I thought that was just the sick... space. What well, at first, I thought it was just a sick ass name for one of the dogs. Well, that yeah, I mean, that's fair, and but di- dibs. My next dog is 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 named Gravity, hundred percent. Name in my dog. That's fine. Dibs. That's fine. I called it. Nobody, nobody can take it. All, all of the three people that are listening to this episode, I called dibs. You can't take it. <laughs> uh, um, I also love that she's um she's the secretary in Elf. Yep. She's in. That's, She's a great. Like she's char- in a billion things, but those yeah, are just great my character actress. Absolutely hilarious. Was she on, um, Mad TV or anything like that? I feel like she might have been. I was looking for that, but I didn't see it anywhere. I just, I just figured because she's absolutely hilarious. I just figured she did something like. That. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that that was my my one she complaint. Runs a cupcake and cheese ball business out of her um, apartment when she's not acting. Cupcake and cheese balls, what a life! What a journey she's been on, Joan. Anyways, all right, keep going. Sorry, we we got sidetracked on Amy C- Sedaris. Um, Is that what we're yeah, Amy Sedaris. Um, but yeah, so she goes into a coma. It's up to Jimmy, who's his name's Troy in the in the movie. It's up to him to run the camp while she's gone. And he he is not a theater kid. He's like yeah. you. Uh, he's a jock. He's an on Troy for newer. His Troy puns were great. And he's, so he's also he's <laughs> I, also I like a, to that. Bring bring some of my on Troy preneurship. <laughs> he's like a for anybody that hasn't seen it, he's he's his character is like a like a vlogger, like yeah, a like bro. a like a tic tac. Or not tic tac, tic tac. I meant no, tic tac, tic tac, bro. I just, blogger. I just aged like 50 years by calling it tic tac, dude. Um, <laughs> that was really good stuff, but uh, you know, Brandon, that you know what it wasn't, it wasn't bussing, that's for no. sure. <laughs> that's, when, when he starts, bussing? when the kid sings post Malone and he starts dancing, I lost it. Oh my god, I, <laughs> I lost it there. That was what's it, what something and then he goes, about turn around, turn around. I didn't yeah, know that was that post Malone. Yeah. I, I, this movie made me feel like a real old guy. Brandon like I really well, the, did I was like I didn't recognize Post Malone when it came on like I was like I was like man I think I've about I was like god I feel like I've heard that song before and then he's like do you know any other Post Malone I was like oh, oh damn it yeah. damn it yeah, he's like you know any other ones off the top of your head you just rattle off yeah that was so so good and the way he gets up and said like his yeah, his, his like, moves and then, oh my oh, god and that, that's so the other thing I, I have in my notes it's the other thing the the fanny pack over the shoulder is a fucking look dude i need to start doing that <laughs> oh my god you got any good fanny packs in your arsenal i don't but i mean that's a that's a quick amazon you know amazon two-day delivery away we we're, dude, we're i have a uh wwe championship belt igloo cooler belt Oh damn! Is it like the, a? It, is it keep it cool? Yeah, it fits four beers, four to six beers in it, depending yeah. on the size of your cans, huh? and it just fits around your waist. Well, you got to rock it awesome. over the shoulder, though. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's okay. the move. Well, that's, Any, that's more. It's more anybody, like Roman Reigns or Seth Seth Rollins ish. You know, I might just go around the around the waist. You know, know. like the Any, champ. Anybody can wear a, a fanny pack on their fanny. You know, it takes a real man to wear it on his shoulder. <laughs> All right, whatever you say, Brandon. Whatever <laughs> you say. Uh, what, I mean, what, a lot of people wear the belt around their shoulder. That's fine. You know. What was uh? Who was it that like tucked it into their belt in the front, so it like dangled? Who was that? Do you remember? <laughs> no. I gotta look that up. Yeah. Do, 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 do some vamping while I look that up. Some vamping. What's vamping? Like like uh you know vamping here it's like uh I'm an idiot like start talking oh yeah okay yeah. okay yeah well it's um here so okay. but, yeah oh, here. I it's, have to did you too... see the bumper sticker of Amos's car or which either it was, either... It was Rebecca Diana's car oh was uh, it her car yeah. it's like mom dad I'm a thespian. <laughs> 
that well, I loved, that I loved the, in the, the narrator, really the narrator thing where it was like they were uh, they were inseparable. They've been best friends. Um, she even had a crush on him, and then he came out or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it shows um, him like her going in for the kiss and him falling off the bench and stuff. <laughs> but they're so codependent. That was really funny. Um, oh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, um, Johnny Nitro or John Morrison. That's who did it. Uh, wearing it off. Uh, he would like tuck it into his the front of his pants, and so then it would hang over his cock. Oh, nice. Who wouldn't do that? Johnny Nitro. Um, But watching Troy, like, flounder at, while trying to manage a camp that's barely surviving was also really, really fun to watch because he had to fire everybody <laughs> because he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to fire everyone and hire one person to do the job. And he had one applicant and she lied on her application. That was that was another really fun. Yeah, I, I, her scenes it. weren't as funny as I wanted them to be. But like they, it was like funny that they just she was like, yeah, she had, she had two two good scenes. Which uh, had to do with her teaching them stage combat, where um, the first one was when she's like talking to them and she's like, "So what is stage combat?" And the, all the kids are giving her like, you know, artsy theater <laughs> oh, responses, yeah, well, and she's like, "No, no, no, no!" Like literally, what the fuck is stage combat, guys? But <laughs> the best is when she's like, "All right, can I have someone give me a straight answer that's not poetry?" Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is the other one is at the mixer when. Um, one of the when the two two girls like do like like, like stage like a fight or whatever, but yeah. she like legit slaps the other girl, and yeah. then the, one of the the counselors from the other camp is like freaking out. He's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Why don't stage you fight. stage combat, bitch?" <laughs> uh, it just I, I I don't I don't know the 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 Troy did call out a really like important thing when they were sitting in the dark, like talking about the kids over the candlelight it got oh, real yeah, yeah, yeah. creepy real was, fast there yeah, for a second that was so. that one that was where i was i that's think that's when i text you and i was like you know i don't know i don't know about there's this a movie. it's kind of weird me out a little bit speaking of that there was one scene before we're doing the auditions um when uh i forget what which which uh camper it was but she started uh she came up and she was singing Les Mis and Amos turns to Rebecca Diane. She goes, you know what? This is actually a great song choice. I totally believe her as a French prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sex worker. Yeah, my yeah, my bad. Sex worker. Uh, uh, that was that, a, was, that a, was a little weird. That was a that was a great line, I thought. Um oh, and really? another it's, another she great... just called a 10-year-old a French prostitute. No, he said he could buy her as a French prostitute. Like oh. believable. Mm. Oh. But uh, another 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 Jimmy line that I loved was it was it's towards the beginning and he's like in his mom's office looking at all her like framed stuff and there's yeah. one of it's like a framed playbill from one of the plays and he's like looking at it and he goes play ball yeah I know <laughs> play ball <laughs> and then I think I think he says something like she's hot or something right after that it's play ball she's hot. Uh, it's fucking cracked me up. Oh, I did then, love Coob well, singing Defying Gravity. That was nice. That was a nice touch. Yeah. It, it spoke to I listened to a little wicked before yeah. uh we logged in here. Another thing I loved was um so they do the camp does like three plays, I think three or four plays. And but the big one is the in uh, the original play that Amos and Rebecca write. And yep. they did uh when when they're like announcing which what what the new one is, they do a little flashback to uh the posters of previous ones. I wrote down the names because they're fucking oh, wild. I knew you would. <laughs> That's why I didn't. I was like, oh boy, these are these are getting a little out there. Go ahead. Uh, the, the, fir the first one is blackmail and botox. <laughs> and like the, the tagline was like, don't give her any lip. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then it's like the, Bob's Burgers story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the the second one was the briefcase, the door, and the salad. No idea what that's about. <laughs> oh um, my and then God. the third I mean, one—that's a business play. That's a business play. <laughs> then the third one was the best one: a Hanukkah divorce. Oh, I saw that <laughs> one. Yeah, <laughs> a Hanukkah divorce. That is that was really good. And then. It's it's like like I said it's really the the one liners were what kept me going, um because so so uh, 
Uh, I thought it was really funny too when the girl that was playing his mom like comes up to him and she's like, hey, does she have a diary? Like, can you tell me about her trauma? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to really get into the character. And he was like, what is this little girl talking to me about? (laughs) My dead, my comatose mom. (laughs) But so uh, to to give a better synopsis here of the movie. So mom goes into a coma. It's Troy's job to to run the, the the camp now. Like we said, he's he's not a theater kid. They call him a clueless crypto bro. Yep, and then all the kids keep calling him music man. Because uh, it's but, a music, uh, it's a musical. That was so. That's that was my favorite line of the whole fucking thing. Because <laughs> he's talking to Glenn, and he's like, "They keep calling me music man for some fucking reason." And Glenn's like, "Well, because it's a it's a musical," and he goes. Everything's a goddamn musical here. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um uh. but so yeah, so he's not a theater kid. He's a he's an entrepreneur, entrepreneur. Yeah. So he's trying to, you know, you know, wheel and deal or whatever. And it turns out the camp next door that they did the mixer with just got bought yeah. by like a capital fucking firm. Yeah. And so and then that capital firm is trying to buy um uh, his mom's camp now too. So they send a nice little honeypot over to to you know seduce Troy into selling the camp, which he does because it's it's going into foreclosure. Yeah. He he gets all whirlwind and seduced by the girl and so he likes just signs the thing without really reading it. Um but there's a way he figures out a way out of it, right? He he spends yeah. all night looking at the contract, and he's like, yeah. "They only get the camp if it get if it is foreclosed, so we just don't let let it be foreclosed." And so then he tries to um they 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 he turns the last play into like a big pitch to raise some money. He invites all his vlogging entrepreneur. Um, yeah, and it's like a it's like a it's like a entrepreneur like group of vloggers. Yeah. Yep. Like a cohort, exactly. Yeah, what a rundown. And down. uh, uh, but they the I loved the, uh, just just keep ahead here. The the narrating or the, the the text overlay about the vloggers, um, at the end where they're like they were so moved they wanted to save the camp, but turns out none of them have any money, so they couldn't do yeah. anything. <laughs> they did. They did absolutely nothing. But you know who comes to comes to the fucking rescue. Is our boy Tim? Yep. Yeah. Oh, Tim, the Tim is staying there at the Airbnb and be like, "Yeah, you know, like, these he keeps complaining about the kids singing." Yeah. Well, the, the way Tim in the Airbnb was so good, and then like it was it, the, the way reason he donated because he was uh, on Wall Street addicted to coke. <laughs> it really spoke to him. That's really yeah. funny. The way. uh Jimmy delivers that line though, where he's talking to where he's talking to Glenn and he's like, everything's a fucking musical here. I'm so stressed out. And Tim, Tim keeps complaining that the kids are waking him up singing. And then it just pans over to the dude and he just like like a little wave. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Oh uh, my god. And it's wait, hold on. I do I, have to go. I love because I just I love how he air, oh, go ahead. So I just love how he Airbnb one of the bunks. He's like, it's empty, yeah. you might as well. Might as well. It's amazing. And he and he like is bunking with him. They're like roommates. Oh, I didn't catch that part, are they? Yeah. That's oh. a, like he's they're bunking together. Oh, I didn't I didn't catch that part. Yeah. Um, I have to go back to the post Malone part though, Brandon, because after he gets done this exchange, I forgot how much I love the exchange afterwards. Because he goes, that's what's up dog finally and amos is like can you clear now please thank you and he's and everyone's like calm down he's like no that was bussing inappropriate to give feedback during the audition and then he turns to the kid and he's like please don't internalize that (laughs) please don't take any of that to heart he didn't mean that (laughs) that was was bussing dude the way amos was cracking me amos with the kids was cracking me up because he's such a fucking asshole. Oh my uh, god! And he's, he's just taking all that. all that that like he's just he's like ruining these kids' self esteem. Yeah, very subtly but very <laughs> impactfully. Yeah. Um, I love that the end when one of the girls is like they're they're leaving and one of the girls hugs him and he she goes she looks up at him and she goes thank you so much for being so hard on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it really spoke to him. He became a teacher. <laughs> well, he was—he um, was always a teacher. He's always a, a, 
an aspiring performer who who full time teaches. Right? Is yeah, that that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. I I I have one more line that maybe you were gonna get to, but I thought it was fantastic. It was from uh, Rebecca Diane, where she's yelling at the girl for the tear stick. Oh, and it's she's so good. Like, tear sticks are doping for actors. Do you want to be the Lance Armstrong of acting with the stick? Oh my God, that was. That was that was really good. Uh, sorry, I have one more line, and it was from the big meme boss lady. And it's as Troy is approaching her, and she's on the phone. She's like, "Of course, she's going to cry. I fired her because she cries too much." That's a great one. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then there's, there's a, good. right right after that. Right after that, when that during that conversation, she's yeah. uh, she's trying to uh, like seduce him, so she starts bringing up some of his like old vlogs and she talks about the, <laughs> the TUVs and Troy's like, trust, you won't regret it. And vibes that you got to follow the TUVs, dude. I forgot <laughs> like about any, that. Didn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, that is classic. That is. Can you repeat that again? Brandon TUVs. TUVs. It's trust. Yeah. You won't regret it. And vibes. Yeah, that's how like talk about a life new life credo. That's a that's know? a that's a t-shirt we gotta throw on Come the on. store. That's that's a t-shirt, <laughs> the TVs, dude. That, so Troy Troy, God. that's great. There's another one at, at the end when there there's another the one of the other text overlays, it's talking about he wrote a book. Is that what it was? Or Troy? Yeah, he did something. He wrote a book remember. or did like a documentary or something, but the title of it was you can't spell community without coma. Yo, that's right. <laughs> that's, I did that was at the very end. Yeah. That's you got it exactly right, Brandon. He wrote a book about his mom. He <laughs> said you can't spell community without coma. <laughs> oh my god. That's this uh this movie it's 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 not fantastic by any means, but these what the one liners, dude. The yeah. the and the fact that now that now that I know that it was all fucking improvised, these these guys are crushing it, dude. Uh, man, um, it was. But, it, so then, that's what I said. It was it, the the my beef with this is not the acting, not the acting at all. It was very well done from everyone involved. It just. It was just kind of up and down for me. Like sometimes yeah, I was all uh, in, sometimes theater, I was all out. Not a theater kid either. Way. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, I it. don't get it. I don't get it. That was, uh, I think I told you this offline. That was one of because I looked at a bunch of the reviews and it get, got pretty good reviews. Yeah. The average IMDb thing was seven out of ten on IMDb. Uh so pretty solid. And but most of the good reviews, uh. Mention that in some way. I'd be like, oh, this is just like my theater camp. Or, oh, theater kids get it. Oh, theater. It, just, it all, it all revolved around. Um, if you if you weren't a theater kid, you weren't going to get this. Hashtag I roll, Brandon. Hashtag <laughs> I roll. Um, wait, we missed did you, one. Did you, we missed a Troy did, line real quick. Oh, go ahead. I was going to oh. say, um, in the the great, um, you know, artistic metropolis of Wayne, America. <laughs> Did you guys did you have a bunch of theater kids? Did you guys um I mean yeah, this out of there were 60 kids, so there's a very slim distinction. So it's like a handful, you know. It wasn't yeah. wasn't like there was a huge posse, but there was a handful. Um, you know, they, since there was since there were so few kids, did they make everybody do the play? Uh no, that was uh band, the marching band okay. had like a like our the Wayne High School marching band in from the nineties into the mid two thousands got a superior at state for like almost thirty years. Like it was pretty wild stuff. Like it was but the, and the, so because we everyone went out like the band director like it was just a thing like the band like if you were an athlete in Wayne you were in the band a drummer I would play trumpet okay trombone like all that stuff so it was all the like band took everyone and then the leftovers that didn't play sports would usually do the theater stuff but we actually did Emily Kenny um shout out Emily from Wayne America I think she's like two or three years older than me she was on The Walking Dead. She was oh. uh, the little blonde girl at the farmhouse from The Walking Dead. Oh, um, shit. And yeah, she yeah. Is, yeah, she's, she's a, from my hometown. An American actress and singer-songwriter from Wayne, Nebraska. Woo! 
Shout out Emily Kinney. I know she remember me. I was a bit young. I was a freshman, and and she was a theater kid, and I was a sports guy. So we never really. Yeah, she's on the Walking Dead too much. She's on the Flash and Arrow. Yeah, yeah, she was the she was the Bumble she was the Bumblebee person. I remember when I was watching the show, and she popped on. I was like, "What the fuck?" I went to high school with that girl. It's like, is this what is this what people with from normal size places feel like when they see people? Yeah, I mean, this is this is this is fat. This is uh, you know proof true for uh, for all our listeners out there. You can uh, you can make it in Wayne. You can make it anywhere. Yeah, I mean, facts, right? Like she just hopefully she didn't have to like sell her soul to the Illuminati or anything with uh, with I the Cat her- Williams stuff. I've been getting some wild. Her Some uh, wild TikTok suggestions. She was in a few stuff, but she's she wasn't in any. She, you know, her uh, her IMDb list isn't massive, robust, uh, isn't massive enough, I think, to to uh, invite the Illuminati in. If if she yeah, sold her if, if if she sold her soul for that, she got a raw deal. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> true. That's rough. That's that's rough stuff. Um, I also just any reason to bring up Psych on our show. Every time I see people tap dancing, that episode of Gus and Lassie tap dancing, I forget what season it's on. That is one of my favorites. Up there. What's the um there's shoot, is it, oh, is it we can do two episodes. Did you know that? We've got the we've talked about that one extensively yeah, the Friday the seventeenth, but Keenan. Is oh, um, that's right. the yeah, acapella yeah. episode, which is another really, really good episode. That's right. And they come back for another time, time, uh, another time. I think. Yeah, he, he, he Well, I don't know if Keenan is, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't know if Urkel. Keenan, Urkel's in two of them. I don't know if Keenan's in the second. Comes one back. He comes back mm-hmm. for or not. Um, and, and Sean trying to trying to get into the acapella. That's that's really good stuff. I bet you because Psych had so many um great cameos. like cameos and character actors. I guarantee you there's more duck connections. I think so. We could hit on. But yeah, um, we need to we need to add that not to not to show the fans how the sausage is made, but you we need to add those psych episodes into the into the list. We could do those ones like the the TV episodes or like season one of Dawson's Creek. We can we can push those back a little bit and do those after D three for sure. At least after D three. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm not saying we need to do them now. I'm just saying we need to do them. I am also very much looking forward to watching Dawson's Creek for the first time. Dude, I'm fucking pumped. I uh, yeah. I started uh, um watching uh the oc again got me pumped for uh uh Dawson's Creek, Creek. Nice. i even i even i downloaded the uh the oc theme song onto my phone yeah. so i've been jamming to that out uh as i'm driving to work in the morning nice california my phantom planet did you know yeah i mean no you know who, i never really know? watched the oc Oh, dude, Cali- dude, California by Phantom Planet is a fucking banger. Go listen. If you say so. Go listen I mean, to I don't it. Know. I don't um, tell you. But you know who uh, was a drummer for Phantom Planet at one time? Mm. I can't remember if he was during that album or not. But uh, Jason Schwartzman, drummer of Phantom Planet. He's uh, he's in all the Wes Anderson movies. You'd know him if you saw him. Oh, um, was he the kid in Accepted? Accepted? No. Oh, no, no, no. The no, guy he's not, from he's uh, Bored to Death. The guy from Bored to Death, right? Yes, but let me double check. I think it's Bored to yeah. Death. I think it's him, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, I not, really, not Zach I really liked Bored to Death. I really got into that that show. Not Zach Galifianakis, not Ted Danson, the other guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was yep. yeah, he that, was the the drummer for Phantom Planet. What a cast, right? Like that, those three. That was I really got into that show when it was on HBO. Like I would watch the episodes when they came out. I thought it was just really funny. Anyways. I love I love Zach Galifianakis. The National Treasure. Um the only good quote from Coob outside of Defying Gravity was when he was like, "Hey, someone told me that Troy smokes drugs." <laughs> 
Oh, wait, we missed the other really, really good Troy line when he comes up and he's like, hey, not going to name any names, but whoever stole my CBD gummies, I want those back because I can't sleep without them. I'm not going to say anything, but I think we all know who it is. And the kid is like passed out at the it, table. Yeah, cuts, cuts to the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, my. I That was there were I had a few like actual, you know, LOL moments. It, the, in this, the one it just, was great. It just, it was like, like I said, it was just such a, like, okay, I think this is good. And then I was like, ah, oh, geez, I don't know. This seems kind of weird. And then it was like, oh, this is kind of funny. And then I was like, oh, this got a little weird. Yeah. I definitely had some LOLs. I, I, when he, when he was talking to Glenn and he goes, everything's a goddamn musical here. I fucking <laughs> lost it, dude. I was laughing so hard. Uh, um, that, that, and then the other one was like during the play. Um, so, so the, the original play they do at the end. Go is a homage to Joan, who's in the coma. It's called yeah. Joan Still. And it goes through her. <laughs> it goes through her whole life, right? It goes from she uh, with the women can't read song when she's immigrating to America with her father, uh, which Heath opened the the podcast with a great rendition. Yeah. And then it go, and then it was her working at the mailroom in the stock exchange. Then her running the stock exchange, essentially doing a bunch of cocaine. Yeah. And so one <laughs> right before they get to that, the the drug scene where they're all getting sniffed up by the nose, um, it cuts to one of the kids who uh because the Glenn ends up playing his mom, the, the older yeah, Joan, mom the plays. old version of Joan. Um, so it, the stage direction falls onto one of the other kids, right? One of the kids yeah. takes over. And so it, before they get to that, the drug scene, it cuts to the kid who's doing the stage managing. And he goes, uh, or she goes, it's like all serious. She's got the headset on, zooms in on her face. And she goes, and cue cocaine. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, another, the, that's another the t-shirt right there. Being that's the another line. t-shirt. The kids being the line. I mean, that is a good T-shirt, actually. That's, the, but the kids being the line, getting sucked into the nose was just. Well, except for the, except for the, except for the last two, because Joan saves them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's yeah. I don't know. And that, I just, that that the the everything's a goddamn musical and the the Q cocaine line those like got legitimate like sustained laughs for me. Because the yeah. way that kid delivers that line was beautiful. And cue cocaine. Oh my god! It, I don't, I don't know, Brandon. It's, it, it, I don't know. I don't know. I still actually don't know how I feel about this movie. I, I maybe I'm still processing. I uh, enjoyed it as much as I hate musicals. Granted, this is not a musical, technically a musical. Brandon. Yeah, God, don't. But still, don't everything, everything, musicals. everything about this says I, sh- I shouldn't have enjoyed it. But I did. <laughs> but I did. I did. It's the only saving grace was the real bro of Simi Valley. Like that guy had me going. Dude, Jimmy's Jimmy's the fucking best. He's hilarious. <laughs> you probably think that you are better now. Better now. And you got you gotta watch Real Bros. Um it's so fucking good. I, just... I, I quote that thing so often and nobody ever knows what I'm quoting. And I, I even I have uh I got a bunch of stickers. When I worked at when I worked at Mailchimp, I would quote I would constantly quote it. I even uh, and people know there was one guy who I like turned on to the TV show. Yeah, and so he got it whenever I was making the the references. But no, everybody else was right over their head. Yeah. Um, and I even had um, we used Slack. Um, and yeah. I, I made a bunch of uh, like the are they still called emojis? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just so, home. They're just homemade emojis. Yeah, but I I made a bunch that were like uh, Simi Valley related. Like oh, there's yeah. uh they 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 use the phrase uh steez all the time like okay. that that's so steez bro. Meaning it's like <laughs> it's cool as shit. Okay, yeah, so that's okay. like that's what I would say all the time at Mailchimp, and then I made an emoji so so steez. I made stickers too. I put it on my laptop. I have it on my my current laptop too. It's okay, nice. You have fun... real bros of homemade real bros of Simi Valley stickers. Well, I didn't. I I ordered them from a place oh, you can do okay. custom stickers. I didn't. I don't even know how to make a, a homemade sticker. Well, I mean, you went in and customized custom things. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you need to watch it that way. When I reference it, I I you know, it's not just a a one man joke that I'm making to myself. You're not, a, you're not on it. a one way ticket on a westbound train. Exactly, dude. 
Isn't that a, that's a, that's a country country western song? Yeah. I got a one way ticket on a something about a train. Anyways, so steez, bro. So steez, so steez. That's just anyways. The the number one highlight of this whole movie for me will forever be when he crashed the the, the tryout and he's just sitting there dying and sleeping in the background. And then finally, the kid <laughs> starts singing Post Malone, and it's he Undertaker's up and starts dancing. What that's it, just. It. He gets, the best. he gets up and he doesn't he say like oh shit or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> finally. Oh that, yeah, finally. Let's say, finally. Well, let's get this going, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And the fact that like everyone's just sitting there and he just doesn't even give a shit. He's just dancing to the <laughs> him dancing to the kids' audition song was just that's just like a next level of comedy that that's I love. I hope I hope that that was completely improvised too, where he's just like, oh shit. Because <laughs> he was like trying to do like the TikTok dances, I feel like. And it just was like sloppy yeah. tiktok dances yeah yeah it was like yeah it was like, like if your dad tried to do a tiktok dance <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, anyways yeah solid movie though so imdb gave it uh or seven the, out of ten right seven out of ten for the consistency yeah. from imdb what do you think uh pull up um rotten tomatoes here i'm sure it was fairly rotten Ooh. Um, the critic score, eighty six percent, and then Jesus. audience audience score seventy nine percent. Oh, interesting. Wait, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Sorry, we had we didn't talk about the dinner that he put on for the Rotary Club. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. That. I'm so sorry. I forgot I about to, that. That was yep, another right. We have another one liner in there. Do you know what yes. I'm talking about? <laughs> where the the guy is like where the guy had war flashbacks from yeah. the dinner. Well, oh because one so 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 this is when he's trying to like come up with ideas to raise extra money so he doesn't so it doesn't get foreclosed. And one of his ideas is he like rents out one of the cabins to a rotary club for like a fancy dinner. Um that they so he has the lunch lady make the food and then yeah. he has the, the kids serve them, be the waiters, and so he he tells the kids it's an immersive theater experience, right? Yes. Improv, yes and whatever they order, yes and it was what we're doing. And the kids, as theater kids do, they take you to the next level. Yeah, you know. So they, 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 they he did not give it like, good enough parameters. Yeah, she's like, Okay, uh one of the kids is like, Okay, can I build like uh like <laughs> They all, they build like a backstory for all their characters, right? I I know what line you're about to hit. Go ahead, <laughs> keep going. I now know what line you're about so to. So she, hit. one of the one of the tiny little kids, tiny little girls, is walking up with like rolls. She yep. goes up to the guy. I think it's the guy who has the war flashbacks. Yep. Yep. She goes up no, to. No, it's she, the main guy. It's the main guy. Oh, and he was like, guy, wait, right. what the fuck are we getting into? <laughs> and she essentially goes, uh, "May I offer you a roll, or the story of how I tragically lost my daughter?" It's really? uh. Or the chilling tale of how I lost my daughter. The chilling tale of how I lost my daughter. It so and then the guy's like, I want to leave, but we can't. Like, it's like they were trapped there. And then when he's like telling, he's like, I think $40 tops. Is yeah, he's like yelling enough. at, he's yelling at Troy at the end. He's like, what the fuck was this, dude? It's like, we didn't, you're giving everybody war flashbacks. We, you know, I think, I, I mean, honestly, if I, him offering $40 was, no, more than more than generous. And when he had the kids serving alcohol, I don't think that's legal. <laughs> uh, um, so forty dollars would not say... have covered the food and alcohol. So that was a net loss, Brandon. I think it's yeah, safe to well, say. Well, well, I'm loss. saying I'm saying the fact that he offered forty dollars instead of nothing. Nice. Well, that's true. They should have stormed out halfway yeah. through this. <laughs> but uh. But yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm that, not too. I'm that not too scene worried. Was good though. That was that, really, really that was, good. That was a good one. I'm not too worried about the um, the kids serving alcohol. I don't know if that's technical. Who's who's to say what's illegal? Yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, anyways, but um, yeah. So, uh, great scores from Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Um. Bunch of theater kids rating it though. That's why skewed the score. It should probably be more at like fifty percent. I feel not good, not bad, but not shouldn't shouldn't be above that threshold. It did. Um, it did make money. 
cost just over four million to to produce. Um, well, I mean, they, I can imagine it was cheap to produce. It only took what nineteen hours? They said nine hours. Nineteen days, not nineteen, 19 hours. Days. <laughs> if they did this shit in nineteen hours, dude. impressive. Nineteen days. That's Nin- nineteen days is insanely impressive by itself. Nineteen hours would be a fucking miracle. Um, but it made uh, it made four point four million, so made its money back and then some. But yeah, real. That's a real. That's fucking cheap as hell compared to. You know, look at fucking Fast and Furious costs like a billion dollars to make. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta pay for family though, Heath. <laughs> that's well, that's because they grab like actors that they have to pay it in uh, like an insane amount of money just yeah. to well and then they're and they're C- CGI and cars on top of submarines and shit. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, they're crashing planes with cars. I don't know. That's right. Going to space in a car. I'm I'm looking at the the trailer for Theater Camp right now, and it's showing the scene, uh, where he's um talking to the whole camp up front. And he's got the the fanny pack over the shoulder, yeah. dude. Such yeah. a look. We 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 need to start doing that. We need to make that our thing is the the fanny pack over the shoulder. Yeah, I gotta get they a call, oh, I gotta get a fanny pack. They can call us the fanny pack boys. <laughs> what? That's I don't know if that's like a desirable nickname for a couple weird looking individuals such as ourselves. I mean it's better it's better than the cake eaters. That's I mean that's true, I guess. <laughs> that's I asked you know it's not you know what I just you know what I just found out what? about the, what? the term the cake eaters? Somebody somebody um commented on a TikTok and they were like um they made it sound way more dramatic than it was. They were like, you really shouldn't. Like, do you know what your name means? It's very offensive. And it's, they, it, like, they made it sound like like we named ourselves a slur. And I was like, oh, shit. Did we? So I like look. I looked into it. It's not a slur. What is um, it? It's, well, so it's the, the, uh, the, the main meaning from the movies, right? Yeah. Is an affluent person, you know, somebody yeah, who can rich their, boys. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, mainly used for, for people in a diner. Uh, to describe people who can have their cake and eat it too, yeah. Um, but it's also I I know I learned it's a slang term for people that are uh, committing adultery. They're having their cake and they're eating it too. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, sorry, Cal. And that was <laughs> that was the only <laughs> other thing that I could like think that they meant was that it was like about you know adultery. Um. Did they were, you? They, they did were far. You, they were far too dramatic about. Did you put it in? I or um. What's the what's the Ur- one? urban dictionary? I put it in yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. I looked. Oh, up, you put it, it in urban dictionary. And yeah, because came I, back they, with the, the adulterers. Way they, yeah, because the way the way the the comment was like phrased, I was like, oh shit! Like is, is like is I thought it like, meant like eating butthole or something like that. No, I don't know. Oh, that that's perfectly. I would have been. I would have been stoked if that's what it meant. You know. <laughs> Would have sold a shit ton of merch, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> now, now we're just now we're just accurately describing ourselves. You know, <laughs> it's. I mean, yeah that that person making it seem like it's a bad thing. Number one, you know, good luck to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't cheat on uh, on your spouse, but I mean. I, I was uh, like the way they phrased it. I legit was like, "Oh shit, are, are we like? Is this like a, a terrible, we, terrible fucking phrase?" Yeah, I was like, "But no, just uh, just adultery." That was the, the only thing I could find. Yeah, well, it was, man. that person probably dates on Christian mingle and just doesn't like the thought of uh, an adulteress. Probably, it is against the. Uh, it's one of the commandments, right? Yeah, thou shalt not bang your neighbor's wife. Eat, eating their ass is fine though. That's that's not against the Bible. Yeah, dude, nothing wrong with some cake eating. If there's if there's one thing I know about the Bible, it's pro ass eating. Yeah, dude, Brandon, that's I think that we just like take it. It's like, hey, we're a couple cake eaters, <laughs> just eating cake. I've done it before. It's not that bad. <laughs> God damn it, Brandon! All right, so this is starting to. Unravel a bit. I think the wheels are falling off the bus. So let's do some cakey ratings on this. Oh, I'm sorry, we haven't, at best we, haven't done, we haven't done those yet. Yeah, we gotta that, do cakey a, ratings a, and then we gotta wrap it up. That's what I was getting at with uh the the reviews and everything before you start talking about eating ass. You did. 
All right, you go first. What's your rating? I'm gonna give it. I it, I didn't like it. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> like it made me laugh a few times, but I just did not like the movie. I w- will never watch it again. I will never recommend it to anyone. So I'll probably <laughs> give it uh, a one and a half. I didn't like it. One I and just, a half. I didn't like it, Brandon. Like I didn't like it. It was just it had like the the Troy, one and a half is that's. Is that too low for me? I don't know. I didn't like it, Brandon. You gave MVP, the one with a fucking monkey, you gave that a (laughs) 1.98. All right. So I'll give this one a 1.9 then. I'll let you. It's a 1.9 because I like Most Valuable Primate just a little bit more than this movie. (laughs) Okay. Although I do do like uh, the Amos, the guy that plays Amos, his character in Pitch Perfect when he sings the I've got the magic in me when he's the magic man. That was that was really good stuff. I I really liked him in Pitch Perfect. His name is Ben Platt, I believe. Yeah, that's what I said. Didn't I say that? No, you said the guy who plays Amos. Oh, well, I think his name's, I knew his name was Ben. Okay, yeah, Ben Platt. Um, yeah, ben Platt. Yeah. But he's, yeah. I, he, I like him in Pitch Perfect when he does that. He's great and in Pitch he, Perfect, yeah. He's real good in this. Oh, that was one more one-liner that he has. Um, yeah. Because uh, Rebecca, uh, Rebecca Diane is like, she gets a job uh, performing on a cruise while the summer camp's going on. So she's like sneaking, and she doesn't tell anybody. So she's like sneaking away and disappearing. Yeah. And then Amos finds out and they have like this confrontation in front of all the kids. And he goes, he's like yelling at her and he's like, how could you do this to me? How could you, you know, how could you not tell me? How could you, how could you make, how could you do this to me? And she goes, well, that's the thing. This has nothing to do with you. And he goes, exactly. How could you do something that has nothing to do with me? (laughs) And 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 she's like, she's like, oh, do you hear yourself? Let's let that let that sit sit for a minute. Let that you know. Hold on. What does she she What does she say? Because she's it's really good. Oh, let that let that statement just sit in the space. <laughs> her she she I, Kelly's home, so I don't want her to hear me. But she did give a lot of Kelly vibes. <laughs> she does. <laughs> okay. She does. Kelly was like a theater kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does give Kelly vibes for sure. Is like they, <laughs> when they were when she was doing seances to speak to the mom's. Oh, that was that was, I forgot about, that was insane. That was insane. Um, and just like yeah, like how he tries to uh, yeah, she was she was off the rails with some of that stuff. Yeah. But that get, oh, I, I, gave me kit. I love. <laughs> I forgot about how the seances. The seance was the first seance was weird. The second one where Jimmy like forces her to do a seance is that crazy. Was good. And then um there's a text overlay at the end where it's like telling what everybody kind of got up to or whatever. And it's talking about her time at the cruise. It was like she was performing for the cruise for whatever, and then she ended up getting fired because uh she lit a candle that started a fire while she was doing a seance. Oh my on god. The cruise. That's, right. that's right, that's right. Uh Ugh. okay, one point nine. Not not as good as the the monkey hockey movie, Heath. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, most valuable primate. What was the monkey's name? Jack. Jack's Jack. story and his his friendship and growth with that sweet deaf girl it spoke to my heart a little bit more than this one. Yeah. 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 Top top shelf cheddar, baby. Put the biscuit in the basket. Put the banana in the basket. Yeah. Same thing. What's what's your score? So I enjoyed this. Like I said, I thought it was I thought it was uh, serviceable. It was uh, it was easy to get through. It moved pretty quick. And the one there's so many great, so many great one liners. So I gave this a uh, a three point two five. Three point two five. Oh my god, Brandon, that's that's shocking. Yep. It's, I can't, uh, that's like one of your highest rated movies. No, it's not. It's uh, well, I mean, it's higher than you put like goofy movies, like good movies. You you've no, go- really- goofy goofy is a three a three point three. Okay, so or no, like no, go- oh. no, go- I'm sorry, goofy is a three point eight. I didn't think this movie would get above the twos for you. I can't believe I did this. three point three point two five. 
I'm shocked. Three point two five, which is it's uh better than it's better than MVP. It's way better than Pacifier. Uh, it's it runs circles around Good Burger too. Oh uh, well, Good Burger too was a steaming pile of horseshit. Yeah, like that was the worst but thing I've ever fucking have, seen in my life. Home Alone was Home Alone, Turbulence, Rollerball, Skulls, um, Goofy, and the original Good Burger. I rated higher. Those are all three, three and above. But um, I enjoy I enjoyed this. I thought it was. I thought the one liners were pretty good. I might just be a sucker for for fucking Jimmy or Jimmy Tatra because cracks me that, up. Dude, that was one million percent. Like you had biases all over the place in this movie with that guy. Like because his, I mean, that was, and that's why his performance was. This from zero to one point nine. That was his performance. That was the that's that's the only saving grace for me. I enjoyed it though. I thought it was I thought it was good. Um three point two five. Rubber stamp it. You heard it here first. All right. Well, Brandon, and I probably he- think that you are better now. Better now. <laughs> and I'm never gonna get that song out of my head, dude. And Keep going. What are you saying? You cooking. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com. <laughs>